Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's not another Buffalo podcast. With Pat. Well, it doesn't matter if it's patron state of mediocrity, Ryan Tannehill. John. The Titans always feel like a glass house to me. For whatever reason, their record is always way better than they look playing games. Yes. And Brando. If it smells like sh- it looks like sh- Yeah, so. no, that's Mike Grable, a Stanley Steamer carpet yeah. cleaner. Dude, he'll have a carpet, <laughs> you know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. Oh man, the bleep button's going to be interesting in this one. (laughs) On Buffalo Rumblings. All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Brando here on a Wednesday afternoon. We're making some game picks. The Buffalo Rumblings Podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and all that crap at Not Buff Podcast. Brando, uh, how's how's your afternoon going? I hear the weather's not too great. Real uh, bad. Yeah, it's cold, snowy sleety i don't know what you want to call it but yeah it is funny so i have a funny story for you yeah yeah about school um so again like i've said more and more students are finding this show because buffalo rumblings is just an ever-growing multiverse (laughs) of media specializations of bill's content i don't know whatever you want to call it right so they found brando's bets and i walk in for my lunch duty with the seventh graders and this kid goes, Brando. And I'm like, I only write up kids ever if they've ever called me by my first name. I've only had to do it one time. <laughs> so I, I went over super seriously. I was like, come here. And his face turned like purple right away. Got like silent. And I was like, let's go go into the office. So I take him to the office. I, I don't take him to the office. I take him around the corner of the cafeteria. And I was like, dude, you can't call me that. He's like, that's, that's, that's what you call yourself on the show. And I was like, yep. Thank you for listening. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to write you up. Like, we're going to have a little lesson here. You're never going to do that again, or I will write you up. And I was like, but you have to go back to your table and pretend that I wrote you up and like be all sad and look upset and strike some fear into your friends. So he walks back like <laughs> all mopey and he's like, ah, oh. like he's like, ah, oh. just you know, being animated and stuff. And I, and I get to the table. I was like, anybody calls me by my first name again, they first class ticket to the principal's office. And they're all like, oh, oh, no, he, he got written up. He got written up. And I was like, and finally, we, we just kind of look at each other like, nah, I didn't write him up. But if you ever do it again, I will write you up. But it, it was kind of funny. And I'm like, it's just a learning moment, right? Learning moments don't always have to end in a huge consequence as long as it's not super disrespectful. But well, the other way to fix this is we just call you Mr. Habermas on the show from now on. But yeah, that seems harder. They, the kids wouldn't even know who Mr. Habermas is. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's so funny yeah. every once in a while i'll get a notification like new youtube comment hey mr h it's yeah. so funny that's funny it's hilarious but so how's it going you golf got some fall golf i i did it is beautiful here i'm not trying to make you western new yorkers jealous it was 77 and sunny today and uh got nine holes in before the show which is great but uh yeah 
Good. Still doesn't good, help me not shake day. it off the second tee, you know, almost into the road. But no cars were hit. It's a success. It's true. It's true. But all right, we got some game picks to get to here. We got some Brando's bets. Brando's bets. I don't know if you can call us on a roll, woo, but woo. we we hit last week. Uh, I, some are saying hey, we're not it sinking. Is, that means we're on a run. So that's some good. are saying it is an unstoppable train now that we've hit one bet consecutively. So yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. I'm excited for this week. It's a get right game for the Bills. And uh, if there's any time to get it back on tracks, it's this week. So we'll pick that game last. Uh, but yeah, let's get to some picks here. Time for the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right. First game of the week. Brandon, one of your favorites. Detroit is going into L.A. to play the Chargers. Uh, Detroit is favored by one and a half points. Is there any question in your mind that you're picking Detroit here? No, I'm taking the Lions. Interesting enough that Justin Herbert threw for what, like a buck fifty against the Jets. He did not play That's great. It? I went yeah. to I I went to bed halfway through that game. I watched none of it. I didn't watch a second of it. But the Chargers are weird. They're a weird team. I think it'll be close. But what's the line? What's the line? Well, only one and a half points. Yeah, I don't. I think Detroit will win by three or four. They got a lot. They got a lot of firepower. They can answer back to anything the Chargers throw at them. And they, Dan Campbell just said today, they're as healthy as they have been all year because they have a stretch. They have three games in eleven days in the next, you know, upcoming couple of weeks. So this is the start for them. And if they want to make a run at that one seed in the NFC, they're going to need this game. So go Lions! I love it. I'm picking Detroit there too. It seems like an easy, easy pick for me. I'm uh, I'm starting starting to be a Detroit homer just like you. I mean they're they're fun to watch. They're exciting. How can you not love Dan Campbell? Although and you we gotta all, love the powder uh, blue jerseys. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I was guilty of making fun of Dan Campbell after the whole biting kneecaps thing, but can you blame me for that? I mean, come on, me and me Fair and the enough. rest of the sports media. But anyway, yeah. love their team, Jared Goff Renaissance. It's pretty cool to watch. Before we get to the next one, I'm going to recap because recap. I always, we always yeah, get like I two or three to, picks yeah. into here before we we recap. Um, there's something scary going on in the game pick standings right now. Pat, first uh, place. Mr. Patrick Caprio, Michael Patrick Caprio is in is is all alone in first place. Wow. After missing an entire week of picks. Is we still, spotted him six games below us. He yeah. spotted us six games and we can't catch him. Yeah. So it's devastating. It was. This was a tough week of spreads. Philly, Philly won against Dallas. Eked one out. I didn't like that Dallas pick. Am I my obligatory Buffalo pick? This is actually probably one of the ones. If I didn't have to do it, I probably would have picked Cincinnati. So Buffalo not covering the spread four weeks straight has uh, really been killing me. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So it's a it's a four and two day for Pat. I went one and five, and you went two and four. So that means you've caught me too. So. It's all neck and neck. If you want to think of it that way, Pat is 26 and 28. I am 25 and 29. And Brendan, you have the same record as me. So we're both only one game back of Pat. But I feel like if this gets close at the end of the season, he's going to be like, hey, if I would have had six games and, you know, you and but I hey, like, should have answered your phone. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. all you had to do is text back your picks there, buddy. Yeah. So uh, no asterisks here. You know, you lose, you lose, you get what you get and you don't throw fit. All right. That's what it is. Speaking of Pat, while we have a second here, I have a clip of Pat making his picks Monday night because we didn't get to them Monday night, but he rolls through his picks. So I'm going to put this clip here in the editing. So here's here's Pat's picks for the week. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> give me the Lions. <laughs> give me the Ravens to roll again. Sleeper, Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to go Pats over the Colts. Raiders for a second run in a row. And Buffalo to win and cover. And if we lose the game, I'm going to stop watching. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Well, if they lose the game, Pat, I think we'll be lucky to get you back on the podcast for the following week. So, yeah, I'll probably keep watching, though. (laughs) Next up, we have Cleveland at Baltimore. This should be a good one. Baltimore is favored by six. How do you feel about this one? Baltimore seems like an unstoppable train, much like Brando's bets right now. Oh, choo choo, <laughs> baby. Now, I think Baltimore is super interesting because they are cooking with a new offensive coordinator, right? Yeah. Switched the scheme. Lamar Jackson's close to 500 yards on the ground and 2,000 yards in the air. They look legit, legit. You would like to see maybe a little more production from OBJ and maybe. Rashad Bateman. Is that it? That the guy, but Cleveland, they play these division games really well. And six points is really tough. I don't know what to do, John. I'm going to ask you first. Cause I went first last time. You got to give me your pick first here. Well, it seems like Baltimore has really been rolling people and we all paid for picking Seattle over Baltimore last week because we thought that was a big spread. And that yeah. one turned out 37 to three. So, uh, I think Baltimore knows how to stomp a team into the ground. Obviously Cleveland's defense is better than Seattle's by a long shot, I would say. So this could be a low scoring game, but you got to go with the hot hand here, right? Their defense has been balling out. Their offense has been balling out. Like I don't see what about Cleveland is going to slow them down, but it is an AFC North division game, which we know can be very wonky and very physical. So I don't know. Are you looking up the forecast for Baltimore this Sunday? Uh, No, I was looking up Deshaun Watson's health because I want to make sure he's playing, but Amari Cooper went off. He played off last week. Again. Uh, Deshaun yeah, Watson did. played last week. And I think I'm going to take Cleveland in the points here. They have, a, right. a, again, an otherworldly defense. I think Baltimore will win, but I bet you they pull out like 23-20 or, or like 21-17. I have Baltimore on my weather app as a safe city because I have to, I usually, when I have to go to Buffalo, I fly through Baltimore. You're doing Southwest. Looks like a beautiful weekend. Sunday, Sunday is... No clouds in the sky and 50 degrees. So shouldn't shouldn't have any weather affecting that. Just I, I don't feel good about picking Cleveland there, but with Watson playing and the way that the Cleveland defense is, I just six points is a big number. The away team coming into the town. I just I'm taking the points. Nice. Next up, San Francisco going into Jacksonville. San Fran is favored by three on the road. Well, it's interesting. Two teams coming off a bye, right? Cause, cause they were out last week for my fantasy team and the Niners were, cause I dropped them for their defense and they got picked up even though they were on a buy, which was kind of scary. I didn't want to drop them, but I had, interestingly to. enough, their defense is ranked like middle of the pack this year in 14th. fantasy. I, I was looking yeah. at that too, because I was one of the schmucks who drafted them late in a draft with a, I, with a pick. I drafted them earlier than late. So I was a schmuck as well. And I, <laughs> I always advocate you know, these, they won me a couple games too. So having a good defense is never a bad pick, but it gets dicey when the bye weeks come in and you need waivers and everything. So I'm going to, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take San Francisco here. I hope they're going to throw us a bone in the AFC and give Jacksonville a loss. 
kind of clog up some of the standings here. I, again, I wouldn't be surprised. We have a tough game slight here this week for picks because Jacksonville could come out and do what we did to San Francisco that Monday night game where Allen threw for 385, four touchdowns and blew him out. But I'm going to pick San Fran now only because they're coming off a bye. Kyle Shanahan has to get back into the driver's seat. Jacksonville has a little bit more breathing room. So I'm going to take San Francisco because of the extra pressure on Kyle Shanahan. Nice. Nice. I'm uh, I guess I'm going to pick opposite of you two picks in a row here. So this is going to be a large swinging slate. I like, I like Jacksonville in this spot. You got points at home. Uh, San Francisco has been reeling the past few weeks and they're coming off a bye, So they'll probably get things right. But yeah, give me, give me Jacksonville in a tight spot here. This could be, I wonder what the over under is in this game. Cause it's, it's two pretty good offenses, but San Francisco's defense might be the difference. And that's probably why they're favored on the road. So Vegas agrees with you, Brando, but it's interesting though. Cause Jacksonville has a good defense. They have a top 10 defense actually at number 10 in the league. Is that but by y- yards or points? Scoring. Yeah. Scoring. Points. Okay. 19.9 yeah, points. points per game. All right. So that's pretty good. Helps when you play the, the bills, the jet legged bills. For yeah. That's there. <laughs> so, I mean, I, the bills could say the same thing for playing Sam Howell. Right. Right. So yeah. that's the NFL. But I, I think Kyle Shanahan has to win this game. Doug Peterson doesn't have to win. That's enough. All right, next up, Indy at New England. Indy is favored by one and a half here. Figured I'd throw this on since it's an AFC East matchup and there wasn't really much else going on yeah. as far as, as tight spreads. It's a good game but to pick. Interesting matchup. Indy, like, what do you make of Indy this year? I make them having an offense better than the Bills offense. <laughs> you know, you're, you're looking around the league and you see somebody like Gardner Minshew put up 30. Zach Moss put up RB one numbers and Michael Pittman's playing well. The offensive line is playing good in front of Gardner Minshew. I'm taking Indianapolis here and it's the, the line is interesting. Would it be four and a half if it was a home game, but it should be bigger than this. New England's not as good as Indy, even with their backup quarterback in. So give me Indianapolis. New England is trash. Give me Indy. I like one and a half points is nothing in a game where somebody could get a blowout. Indy, Indy is at least fun to watch. You know, they're not a boring team whatsoever. Jonathan Taylor is back. He's dynamic. He's taken over the backfield again. Zach Moss was dynamic in this offense. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I guess that that guard Quentin Nelson must be pulling his weight pretty well. This is one uh, of those teams where we have the hypothetical. If you're an NFL running back, could you gain a yard? If I'm running behind Quentin Nelson, then yes, I could gain a yard, I think. Anybody could gain a yard behind that. They went to, they had the best of line by a mile last year. They've regressed a decent amount, but that, that guy's a stud and I I've always liked him and it's cool to see his career, right? He came in the same league as uh same year as Josh Allen, right? I think so. Same yeah, draft, 2018 maybe draft. 2018. Yeah. It's a good question. So, but probably, uh, you know, other bills taken before him. Cause he was probably like a second round pick or something. No, he right? was first round pick. I think he, he was, was the first round pick. pick. Yeah. I think he was top 10 pick. Wow. Well, he deserved it. That actually yeah, worked he did. out. So he did. So he's a stud. Give me Indianapolis. Win it in the trenches. I like it. All right. Next up, we have the Jets going into Las Vegas to play the newly uh, emancipated Las Vegas Raiders. You, you nailed this pick last week, and you nailed it last year when they did it with Rick Pizzaccio. And I like my gut was saying the same thing. 
but it's just hard to to string it together, right? It was like if they don't do it this week, they'll do it next week. But they got they won handedly. And did you see how they brought the practice squad players down on the field? That, yeah, that's cool. Don't that's don't cool. the Bills do that every week? I'm pretty sure the yeah. practice squad players yeah. are on the sideline for the Bills. Uh, or I mean, the that's scratch, a cool move if your team isn't doing it. But like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like. How many times did we see a shot of Demar Hamlin on the sideline yep. when he was inactive? You know, that's what I was thinking of too. I guess probably, well, is, he's not he's not practice squad. He's active roster, yeah. inactive. But yeah, this might be one of the hardest games on the slate here to pick because what the Jets' defense did to the Chargers was outstanding. But Zach Wilson, you know, on Zach Wilson threw the ball fifty something times, didn't do well, but. Does Vegas have enough in them to take out this defense? Who's playing? Is O'Connell playing quarterback? That is a good question. Honestly, I'll make my pick with that. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Like my pick would be the same. I got to take Vegas here. Like the Jets (sighs) are just the Jets offense is just so bad. And the Raiders defense is not the same like Swiss cheese on the back end that it was two years ago. You used to make waiver claims in fantasy based off of whose passing offense was playing the Raiders the next week because their pass defense was so So bad. bad. You were guaranteed 300 yards in the air at least every week that they were playing somebody. And that's not the case anymore. Like they've improved. You got Max Crosby against a weak New New York Jets offensive line. Yeah. I don't think that Zach Wilson's going to handle that very well. So give me Vegas, and I'm I'm rooting for him now that they got Antonio Pierce running yeah, the ship for Antonio Pierce. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you on this one, John. I'll take Vegas. I'm okay. I'm hesitant, but the Jets being two and a half point favorites is bizarre to me. Zach Wilson should never be on the road a favorite in the NFL game. I don't care until he strings together elite starts. He should never be an NFL favorite. So give me Vegas. Which makes it even more embarrassing that he's beat the Bills twice. Oh, yeah. If not three times, I don't know. I think Maybe it's even more than that. I think it's twice. twice. Anyway, let's get past that really quick. Yes. All right. Buffalo is favored by seven and a half points on the road. Touchdown and a half a point. Obviously, Den- or no, not on the road. Denver's coming to Buffalo. This is Monday night football, I believe. Yes, so, it is. Uh, 8-15 Monday night. I'll be staying up to do the podcast real late. Probably not because you're working. So this is going to turn yeah. into a Tuesday night editing fest for me. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to try to have Tuesday off. But, you know, the teaching world, it's hard to get a day off. There's no substitutes. If you do, my God, that would save my entire sleep schedule. But well, I'm getting home at two thirty. We might not be able to record, but I could record Tuesday morning. Exactly. Um, no, that's what I'm saying. If yeah. you have Tuesday off. Yeah, yeah, we can do it then. So but. we'll see. We'll follow up on that. But. I was reading today. I found some interesting stats on the Bills. Um, did you know after each game that they have been held under 20 points, they always answer with over 25, at least 25 points. Wow. This season so far. All right. Um, little little hint towards Brandon's bets there or Brandon's yep. bets there. Yes. Good tease. Uh, this one's a little bit more concerning. Josh Allen's only three and three in Monday Night Football games. Sad. Not, yeah. not a good stat. Uh, see. But okay, okay, can we do instant trivia for uh, uh, what those six games are? Monday night games lost. One win is San Francisco. That was Monday night football. That was his best game ever on Monday yeah. night football. That was so good. Um, yeah. Loss would be Tennessee. I was at that game. Yeah. That was here in Nashville. That's the slip, uh, so right? That's, yes, that's the slip at the yeah. goal line. Um, let's think. What other Monday night football losses have they had? Was it Monday night football, the win game? 
Was that a Monday Night Football game? Yes. It was either a Monday or a Thursday game. I think it was Monday night because I was coming from school. It was definitely okay. a night game. Do you want to get these pulled yeah. up? If you yeah, can, if you can see that I their will. Monday night football record is three and three, it's probably not that far away. Uh, okay, so we got three of the games there. Here's a good question. They had a game on a Tuesday against the Titans, and I can't remember, or a Wednesday or something like that. That was moved because of COVID that they lost. And I'm wondering if that was originally a Monday night football game. Is the Titans on there twice? They might be twice on there. Anyway, we'll get to that discrepancy last because that could be a weird one. I don't know if that was originally Monday night football and they moved it back or if it was supposed to be like a regular Sunday game and they moved it to like Tuesday night. Anyway, I think another one is that loss to the Chiefs in the rain where the Chiefs had like 200 rushing yards. Was that a Monday night football game? It was either a Monday or a Thursday. Let's see. It's not loading for me. Uh, okay. Okay. Come on, laptop. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Okay. Patriots win game. Loss. Yep. Titans is twice. Lost 34-31. And then the September game. Do you remember we did the in September 2020? Or, or, sorry, in 2020? 2020. October. Okay. So the, okay. December 28th. 2020 at the Patriots when Bill Belichick throws the phone. We win 38 to nine. Right. That was a win. So two Patriots games in there. Yep. Two Patriots games and two Titans games. So then in 2021, you lose to the Titans 34 to 31. And then December 6th of 2021, you lose to the Patriots in the win game. And then September 19th, 2022 versus the Titans which would have been right after that resurgence beer release game. Yep. And we win that game handedly. Sweet. So that's four, right? Yeah. So we've got two more. Actually, there's a third team. There's another one on here against the Patriots. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. They always play the Patriots on Monday it's Night Football. Right before Halloween of 2018, Allen's rookie season, Patriots won 25 to six. And I think this game was a big turning point for Allen. He, uh, I think he threw a couple picks, maybe three picks in this game. And then after that, he really kind of locked in during his rookie season. He was running the ball a lot better. But that was the start of his growth, uh, losing to the Patriots there. But I don't have last year's Monday Night Football schedule besides that think. Titans. So that's five out of six games? Yeah, we're just missing one. Three New England, two Tennessee. Did you check and see if one was Kansas City in 2020 or 2019? The the only one we're missing is from last season, and the Bills would have played the Bengals, but it got canceled. Right, so, that was Monday. No, no, yeah, that was Monday Night Football. That was Monday Night Football. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I was confused there because they were ESPN last year too. Um, sorry, I'm taking Ten- so long. Tennessee, this. I guess that would be it. They counted it as a loss because that's the last one. So, the Titans on September 19th was Monday Night Football, and then um, there's not another Monday game on their schedule until that Bengals game. So, all right, they counted that as a loss. So I guess Josh Allen is 3-2-1 and one in Monday Night Football games. Right. Oh, and also against the Jets this year. That would be the last oh, one, right? Yeah, that counts. Yep. Okay. All cool. right, so they did it right then. He's 3-3-1. Three, three and one. Cool. All right, we got all of them. Took Good job. We stink. We stink. Yeah. We'll edit that down so it sounds like we're not as dumb as we actually are. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> which game were we on? Okay, what's your spread pick for Buffalo? Obviously, I have to take Buffalo. Bills, I'm taking the Bills here. All right. Last thing that they do 
four and zero in Orchard Park this season. Twenty eight point eight points per game, three hundred ninety five yards per game. The defense averages sixteen points per game against. I'm taking the Bills. The Bills have been fun to watch at home in this Josh Allen career. And the uh, London game counts as a home game, so the Bills don't have a perfect home record. But in Orchard Park, they're four and zero. So, gotcha. Interesting. Well, sweet. Those are our game picks. We'll recap those next week. And uh, let's, let's get a little break in here real quick. And then uh, be right back with some Brando's bets. So stick with us. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L. VAN29.com. Time for Brando's Bets. All right, we are on a winning streak here, boys and girls. And it's not really a streak because we only got one, but we are winning. We are in the win column. Thank you, John, for our bet of the week over 10 and a half rushing yards. We had a couple 10 yard carries from Josh Allen and we had a couple, it was like, it had to have been 10.4 yards because it looked very clear that Allen hit that 11 yard mark in the spot. They put it back in the NFL stats crew, the statisticians from ESPN, whoever does it marked him at 10 yards for his longest run. And we're texting back and forth. We're like, what the heck? He's texting Izzy. That's it. Nope, that's not it. So he finally got that 11-yard scamper and uh, cashed that Brando's bet of the week, which was super cool to be on that winning side. So this week, you might have just heard these stats during the Bills-Broncos game pick, but we have quite an offense that comes alive after they have been pronounced dead the week before, right? So after each game, the Bills have been under 20 points. The next game, they go over 25 points. It's a trend that's lasted all season. Monday night football, Josh Allen, 2.8 touchdowns per game, 291 passing per game. That's his averages. And uh, at home, 28.8 points per game, 395 yards. And then the defense only allows 16 points per game. So I'm building a parlay based on those stats. We use some education, some research here to make these picks. So your two-leg same-game parlay for Brando's bet of the week. Buffalo Bills total team points over 23 and a half and the Broncos total team points under 24 and a half. And that comes out to be minus 120. And I do a little bit of leeway there for the Broncos under 24 and a half because we call it three touchdowns and a field goal. So 
that number was specifically chosen for that reason. And uh, you combine them together, it comes out to be minus 120. So it's got a little bit of juice on there for something that is statistically likely to happen. Again, it's not financial advice, but if you take a look at the records and you take a look at the numbers that this offense has produced, you will see that these averages should come into play and the Bills should hit these numbers. So let's take it. Let's make it a streak. Cash that bet, John. Do you have anything else added in here? You got anything else that you like for this game? I Well, I did really good with Kincaid props last game. Yeah, me too. I had me too. I had like I think I wanted to go higher, but I was I had Kincaid with kind of a ladder parlay. So a ladder for those of you who don't know is you kind of like bet your main amount on the minimum over, you know, so like Dalton Kincaid over 43 yards or something or like even less than that. And then you progressively do higher amounts in case he cashes, but you decrease your bet amount each time. So I had a small bet even on like Dalton Kincaid, 65 plus yards, the hit. And that was like plus 300, which was a nice one. So I might not do that this game, but I like Dalton Kincaid, depending on where the lines come out this week. I like him for, you know, over three and a half receptions and 40 plus yards. I think that's a pretty safe bet. Those are good combinations. Uh, it's going to be dicey about how long that those numbers are going to be up there. Right. Because if he goes for another six catch game his bare minimum, I mean, how many did he had more than that? I think he had like 10 receptions in this last game. Didn't he? He had a ton. Yeah. I think he had a ton. Yeah. Let me check. I had him pulled up on fantasy. You know who has him? 10 receptions, 81 yards. Pat had him on his bench. Yeah. In our NABP league. That's hilarious. In my brain, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the first week that we auto adjusted his lineup and it's against me and he's got T Higgins and Dalton Kincaid. And in my brain, those were the two auto subs that subbed in. I'm like, of course, both of these players are going to have like career nights tonight. I did. I put it on auto, but he made the decision. So yeah. once you put him on auto, if he makes a roster adjustment, it flips him right out of auto mode. Okay. So okay. I might just put him on auto mode every week. And so in case he misses the pick, it'll just do it for him. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we can't spend time texting him to remind him to set his lineup yeah. every week. So, but I like those numbers, but I also have a bonus one, John. Yeah. Bonus. Bet oh, this is what week. you were telling me earlier. Yeah. Yes. And I love this. Because when you look at these superstars, MVPs, Super Bowl MVPs, the generational players, they come through with weird things, right? Like Kobe Bryant's last game, he's dropping 60. Derek Jeter's last at bat, he's hitting the RBI walk off. You know, Nick Lindstrom, you know, nobody knows him, but he's a Detroit Red Wings NHL defenseman. Last season wins like the Norris Trophy. He's the best defenseman in the league at age 40 something. So these legends come through at times and Von Miller is playing Denver for the first time ever in his career. He did not play them when he got traded to the Rams in their Super Bowl run. And we have not played them as the bills yet. So it is his first time playing Denver and I would love to see him get a sack, right? He's been close. He has not played great. Joe Mixon, you know, eluded the diving Von Miller to make the game saving play. I guess it wouldn't be game saving. The bills would still have to get the ball and drive down, but it would have been a stop in what with like a minute and a half to go in the Spangles game. And you know, his, he looks different out there, but in my mind, I don't, I wouldn't account him to get a sack until after Thanksgiving, right? One calendar year and then some, right? That's what they say for ACLs. Yeah. So this would be a bonus. 
if he can get a sack here before Thanksgiving, but he is one of those players that comes through when you need him to. And I think a guy like this playing against his old team, some of his old teammates, maybe he has some tricks. I don't think he ever played with Russell Wilson though. Right. I don't think he did. No, he was, that was still when they were like drew lock territory. Right. Yeah. That that that's why they traded him. Right. Possibly. Or yeah. no, he was just, Oh no, they did trade him to the Rams, And then, he signed a one-year contract with the Rams and then just didn't re-sign and signed with the Bills after that. So, Did he sign a one-year deal with the Rams? Yeah, because he was only on the team for the Super Bowl run for the second half of the season. Like yeah. He didn't even play 16 games with them. Well, he just... I don't. That's why I don't think he got... He didn't sign with the Rams. He just was a free agent after the trade. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah so his Sorry. deal just Con- ended conf- after the yeah, trade, right? Yeah, confusing... Yeah. Uh, terminology there sorry well i would just be curious to what is von miller signed for one year how much is that contract worth right how much would the rams pay i'd be yeah. curious but probably von miller sack bonus bet of the week something to look out for he's been building for this game i think he's he's got to have it circled right if he, he if he was ready to play in the super bowl last year then he definitely has this game circled on his calendar so <laughs> yeah i like it i like it too well, sweet. That'll do it for this one. You guys know where to find us on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff at Not Buff Podcast. Like I said, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, the schedule isn't too rocky, you know, with the Monday we'll night game and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, yeah, enjoy the games this weekend. Enjoy getting to watch Red Zone for the entirety of of Sunday. You know, yes, twelve hours of commercial for what is it? It's eight hours. Twelve of commercial hours. Is it commercial 12? free? I don't know. Six no, hours, seven hours, one, right? seven hours of commercial. I don't know. This is bad. I should know. This is a lot of hours of commercial free football. Yeah. Anyway, until uh, until next time, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.